0: Hello Brett. Good morning, Calvin. How are you? And ah. welcome to the Relationship
1: Warrior podcast. Thank you so much for having me.
0: My pleasure, my friend. My pleasure. So today our podcast is going to be with Calvin Coils. For those of you that don't know Calvin, he is an amazing young man. If I can call you that, Calvin. <laughs> he he met me about a decade ago and he actually came to me uh, seeking a job. And he was just starting out, had just left university, and he was on fire. He wanted to you know, join and uh, create something completely different. And over the last decade, Calvin has had an amazing um, run within his career and his business. He has uh, built an international speaking business, inspiring entrepreneurs across many, many countries around the world. And it's a privilege and a pleasure to have uh, Calvin here with me this morning to talk all things entrepreneurial. Now, Calvin, as you know, we, we speak to you know, dynamic couples that are looking to create a dynamic life. And part of that life is this entrepreneurial journey of, of building a business. And I know in, in your own life, maybe you'd just like to tell us a little bit about your, your journey over the last 10 years
1: yeah wow well look thank you so much for having me on the podcast and uh, guys i can and ladies and gentlemen i should say i cannot recommend brett and the team higher. Uh, Brett and Marie are just absolutely phenomenal and uh, not only do I go to Brett for wisdom when it comes to business and life and spirituality but certainly and most importantly relationships because I think there's one thing that can hold people back when they're looking to start a business and that is a relationship and I don't mean that in the way that many people will take it. I actually mean it in the sense that if you have if you're not on the same page with your partner if you're not operating as a team as one unit with a shared mission building that kingdom um, then the reality is you know you have dissent within in. And, uh, you know, as uh, I think it was Sun Tzu that once said in The Art of War, the the um, the army has no uh, enemies inside, can have no enemies outside. And I think that's so important. So, a little bit about my background. I as, I as you said, and I appreciate being here, I came to you when I was first looking for a job, when I was very fresh and still wet behind the ears. And <laughs> um, I was about 18 at the time, and I was in real estate back then, and I wanted to get into personal development. And uh, since then, I've uh, gone, I've traveled around the world. We've been in 54 countries now. And uh, we have about 200,000 clients, and and we do two types of things predominantly. One is peak performance, personal development seminars to help people break through limiting patterns, behaviors, emotions, and beliefs. And then we also have a business accelerator program to help people start their own um, small business and scale that business to a million dollars. So I've been very, very fortunate now. Um, You know, when I met Brett, I was literally, you know, I literally had nothing. In fact, I was in a huge amount of debt. And uh, under his mentorship over the past decade, I've been able to now grow a very successful business, doing a lot of the similar things to what Brett has done over those years as well. And uh, and then, you know, things came to a head for me about uh, three years ago. I've been in a long-term relationship. At that point, I was about nine and a half years into a, a high school sweetheart relationship. And you know, that wasn't going the way that I had dreamed it to be. And, um, you know, I'm a big believer that if you have a problem or a challenge, you should speak to somebody that's already solved that problem before you. And that's why I, I, um, I caught back up with Brett and Marie and we've been in contact over the years and we spent quite a bit of time together during that time. And, and, uh, you know, some of the things that Brett shared with me were absolutely essential in understanding whether to stay in that relationship, whether to leave that relationship and, and really for me to know that for myself. And, um, you know that my life has transformed since those conversations, and I'm I'm very fortunate to say that I made the decision to uh, leave that relationship. It was the right thing to do at that time, and and now I'm in a phenomenal relationship with a woman, and we are absolutely on the same team. We are building that same kingdom, um, and uh, and and now we obviously get to spend quite a lot of time with Brett and Marie doing some more things, traveling the world. So that's that's a short question, I guess, Brett. Thank you, Calvin.
0: So, mate, look, uh, thank you for the build-up. That's most appreciated. You know, know I have a lot of respect for you in in terms of what you've been able to achieve over that time. But the point you make there is is really relevant, isn't it? Like, we have a saying that two is more powerful than one when it comes to this area. So, in your experience, you know, over the last decade now you know as you said starting with nothing but being able to build up this international business and it it means one being able to promote yourself two being able to build an awesome team and then three having the personal wisdom and skills to be able to hold all that together so yeah. what what do you think you know what do you think is the most important things to bring to the table when it comes to working as a couple but also being able to you know, acquire those skills to build the business? What do you think are the most important things?
1: That's an outstanding question. And it's funny, I was just talking about this on the weekend, actually. We have a, a, shared, uh, a shared friend, and I was speaking at one of his seminars as well. Yes. And I was saying that by far the hardest thing in my experience of life, and I'm sure our listeners will agree on this, the hardest thing is to be in a committed intimate relationship that is growth focused because you have two people that are trying to live together i mean the concept is just weird in and of itself right I, i meet you you meet me let's be together let's have babies and we'll just live together and we'll try to have a life i mean that's just wrought with difficulties at times and so many beautiful things as well so the hardest thing in my experience is to grow and build that relationship and a very close second to that is growing a high performance business and a growth business and For me, the things that are the most essential thing, if I could just give one thing to everybody, and that is the power of emotional mastery, and this is something that I I learned when I spent time with yourself and and others, and that's your ability to be able to understand, have an emotional awareness about where you are right now in this specific moment uh, emotionally. And then to be able to change that, to be able to meet the needs of your partner, to change that, to meet the needs of your kids, if you have them, to change that, meet the needs of your employees, your clients, your staff. I believe that everyone that's listening to this is a leader. And uh, one of my first mentors said, Calvin, leadership is about state elicitation. It's about your ability to influence and positively reinforce positive emotions in other people. And so... If you have a relationship or a business that's breaking down it's because the emotion that you're bringing to that business might be frustration it might be uh regret it might be sadness it might be guilt it might be hurt it might be pain it um it could be a variety of things and none of them are really conducive to you having an amazingly thorough flourishing and successful business or life or relationship in any of those categories so for me, the biggest thing, because there are so many ups and downs in this game, of business particularly, and that changes on a daily basis. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure you will, uh, you'll be able to say the same as well with regards to relationships. There are days and weeks and months, if you're not trained on how to do this, there are days where things are fantastic, and there can equally be de- de- days, weeks, and months where it's horrible. I had a client where I was. The, I had a client last night that um, had just, uh, you know, we were having a seminar. And she said, Calvin, I'm, one of the things I'm really proud of in my life is that I was able to leave an abusive relationship. And, uh, and she ended up going on to say that she'd been doing that relationship. She'd been in that abusive relationship for 10 years longer than she wanted to be. And it was the case that she'd actually hung around for a decade more uh, in that suffering. And so I said, look, congratulations, you've left the relationship. You know, you've done the right thing, clearly by, you know, what your own decision was. But why did you have to wait 10 years to get there? So I think emotional mastery is so important, your ability to have that courage Uh, And then I would add on to those things as well that are essential in growing a business and a great relationship would be having a shared vision, making sure you're on the same team and you know exactly where you're going and the the needs and desires and dreams of both parties. And then I would also say outstanding communication is is also an essential ingredient for success.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's so important, isn't it? Like you can have the dream together and be heading in that same direction. And it's not that, you know, most couples don't have that dream. It's as you go towards that, we're going to do it in very different ways just because we're different people and have different opinions about, you know, how we should get there. And then inevitably that's going to lead to arguments. And then as, as you rightly say, it's a question of having that emotional mastery to be able to you know, overcome those differences, and it's not the fact you're going to argue; it's how you recover from those arguments, and that's emotional yeah. mastery. So, I totally agree with you there. But on your own um, journey, in terms of you know building the company that you've built, um, you know, with your beautiful partner, how how do you think uh, how important do you think is uh, marketing and communicating with your audience? I- Uh, To be honest with you, I think
1: think it's essential. You know, when I first came to you, Brett, you know, back in the day, if you wanted to grow and build a business like what I have today, um, you know, most businesses relied on email marketing. And that was a dying technology in the sense that it, you know, certainly wasn't very innovative at this point. And if you didn't have a large email base, you had nothing to do and you couldn't really get started. Thankfully for us, when we started, this is 2013 when we really started growing our business. Um, you know, we're in a position where social media marketing starting to come on board, and and we were one of the first people to really get behind that. And and now I grow all my businesses uh, and have done for the past five years off one platform, which is Facebook. And uh, and now obviously we're using a little bit of Instagram, but still Facebook is by far the you know the 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 um, the juggernaut behind all of our marketing. And and we spend millions of dollars um, over the last five years on Facebook ads, and I think it's absolutely essential. Now, marketing in itself doesn't have to be based on one particular platform, although we use Facebook. I believe marketing is just two things done very well. Number one is positioning getting clearer on who your audience is and also who your audience isn't uh you know it's obvious by you know we're talking about the relationship warrior podcast you know clearly this is a platform that is around helping people with relationships right so it makes a lot of sense to position it in that way um so that's very important it's, it's important to know who your market is and, and most people don't have a clear market they'll want to work with anybody and then the second thing is after you are positioned very well you've got a very strong Uh, brand statement the next part is really good value creation is adding massive value and you know this podcast i'm sure will be valuable but if this podcast was given to a 14 year old teenage kid who enjoys playing xbox no matter how much we share the reality is it doesn't match what his values is in life. And therefore, it's not that this podcast is not valuable. It's just that this wasn't positioned well for him, uh, but it's positioned very well for a couple that are starting a business or growing a company and want to understand how to do both. So you have to do positioning well first. And then, as soon as you know who your market is, add tremendous amounts of value. And I think if you do those two things in any and every medium, you win.
0: Yeah, and I think you know this is where people get confused. Where they, they look at uh, businesses like yours and mine and go, "Yeah, well, that's great for you guys. You know, you've got a platform here. You can talk about relationships. And you can talk about business and things. And you're very clear on your yeah. market. But if I'm a dentist or a doctor or a bin cleaner, um, you know, h- how does that apply to me?
1: How does that apply to my? Yeah, business? look, it's a great point. And so a lot of people have this this myth, or we've heard along the way that you have to have a niche. And I don't believe in niching because I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, you're a heart-centered entrepreneur, you're someone that wants to make a difference in the world, and that's sort of why you got into business, not just because you saw there's a gap here. So I believe that you either have to work with one type of person right, and solve a variety of their problems, or you work with one problem and, and, and support a variety of people. So, for example, if you're a dentist or a doctor, for example, you're doing the same things that we're doing. You're just doing it in a different angle. So you're going to work with one problem, which is dentistry, and you're going to work with a variety of people. And so, you know, you can still know your market, which is going to be anything to do with, you know, oral hygiene, for example. If you're a doctor and you're, you're wanting to specialize, it obviously makes it easier than being a general practitioner. But if you are a general practitioner and let's say you're in a suburb that we know well, uh, you, are not, you live in Brett, which is Mandurah, you can become the go-to person in that market you can become the doctor in Manjaro that everyone wants to send their kids to, their families to, by understanding the needs, wants, and desires of your market in that specific area, getting to know people in the community, adding massive value, recording content of things that people can do before they come to see you, which, by the way, makes them want to come to see you more. Uh, You could do video marketing on social media. Uh, You could get involved with community joint venture partners. There's so many different angles here that you can use, regardless if you have an online, offline business, all it comes down to is going, who do I want to work with? What are their frustrations in life? What are their dreams and goals in life? What are the things that they normally come to me for? And how can I add value to them before they ever get to see me so that when they do see me, I'm their authority. I'm not just one of many.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Kelvin,
1: I think, you know, this is where a lot of um, certainly dynamic couples
0: and dynamic people who want to get out and, and you know, make a difference in the world and also grow, grow the business, but at the same time, have that, um, you know, beautiful journey together of being able to do that. They fall into the trap of, oh, that sounds too hard. Um, You know, that's okay for the other guy. Oh my God, that sounds like too much work. What do you normally say to people when they come up with those sorts of excuses or reasons why they can't do this? Yeah, sure.
1: I think, I mean, the, one of the biggest things is to remember that if, if you're – it's like saying, for example, it's too hard to go on a date night. It seems like a lot of hard work to go on a date night. Well, look, yeah, yeah. going on a date night is, can, can be at times a bit of hard work, and it means you're going to have to sacrifice some things, and it means you're going to have to prioritize things. You might have to spend money on a babysitter, but we're not looking here – you're not listening to this podcast if you want to have a mediocre marriage. You're listening to this podcast if you want to have a dynamic Marriage. If you want to build a, a dynasty in a kingdom, you know, if if you want more mm. in life, you have to be willing to do more and be more. And that doesn't mean to say it's it's easy. But why would we want it to be super easy in the first place? You know, there's something beautiful about actually growing and 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 taking on board a challenge that's beyond us and figuring it out. That said, none of what I'm sharing here and none of what you share, Brett, is rocket science. You know, with with a little bit of, uh, um, you know, sweat equity, and uh, if you find the right mentor, you'll, you'll speed up the learning curve and you can figure it out. And everyone has time if you are structured around your time. You know, the average person that works 40 hours a week And it goes an hour to and from work, an hour for dinner, an hour for breakfast and eight hours to sleep, still has 38 hours left at the end of the week. Now, if you have a family and you have children, then that's where you are in your stage of life. and, uh, And you can allocate, you know, whatever time you have. And if you don't have children, you've got a little bit more time, obviously. And I don't believe that growing a business has to take away from your relationships, but it does have to take away from perhaps maybe a little bit of leisure time, uh, maybe going out and socializing with friends and family, maybe having some downtime on the weekend. You know, if you want something more, you have to do something more. So I would say, you know, what's your standard? I would say, what's the goal you want to achieve? If if you want to have an average business, then you don't have to do anything I just said, just wait for referral and word of mouth. But if you want to dominate, if you want to travel the world, if you want to be able to live life on your own terms, then that requires a different standard and therefore different input.
0: Yeah, look, that's so true, isn't it? And And it's... The question I think that, you know, most people come up against, well, why, why should I do it? Like, you know, most people just seem to run a business and they seem to do okay with it. Most people seem to run a marriage and they seem to do okay with it. But the truth is when you actually look into that, that's actually no, not staggering. true. <laughs> you know, when you look at the statistics, um, and we all know them, yeah. right, like 95% of businesses fail. Yeah. You know, there is not one company on the stock exchange that existed 100 years yeah. ago. They've all gone. Yeah. They've all been merged or renamed or uh, they're just simply not there anymore. Yeah. So just in that one area, you, you've got that actual real statistic, real dynamic. And when it comes to marriage, yeah. we can look at marriages and go, oh, 50% of people you know, get divorced. Well, actually, if you take the statistics from the 19, uh, late 1960s, 1970s forward to now, the figure is closer to actually 70%. Wow. So, like, that's just such a damning statistic when it comes to our skills in terms of communication, holding a relationship together. You know, we no longer know how to do it. So you must be experiencing the same thing that I do, which is that people need to
1: realize they can't just have the ordinary life. Absolutely. And I mean, the ordinary life that's sold to us is really a myth in many cases because it doesn't really exist. And uh, I remember a beautiful quote that I heard not long ago, actually, which is that there's never been a better time in human history for you to be exceptional. And there's never been a worse Mm. time in human history for you to be mediocre. And uh, I don't believe that anyone listening to this is mediocre. And I don't necessarily believe anyone listening to this is exceptional because none of us are any of those things. We're all of them at the same time. And it's really how you show up. So if you show up on an average basis, you're going to have a as being mediocre for your partner. You're going to have a mediocre marriage, even if you you guys are individually exceptional. And it requires you to be on. It requires you to have intention. And you simply will not do this. If you don't have somebody guiding you, holding you accountable and stretching you, I say three things are required for success. One, proximity is power. If you want to have a better relationship, hang around with people that have got a better relationship because they strive and test you. That's the reason why when, I, when my relationship wasn't working, the first thing that I did was not bitch and moan and complain about it. The first thing that I did was reach out to Brett and Marie because I knew that they had figured out this code and they could help me turn it around or understand if it was the time to let it move on. So that's very important. If you're in business and you're making the most amount of money out of all your friends and family and, and associates, you need to find new friends, family and associates because you, you know water uh, falls to the, the lowest level. And, uh, you know, in the same case in our lives and our businesses, we pick up those beliefs and patterns. So, number one, proximity is power. Find people that are more successful than you. And if you don't have them, well, then that's why you would reach out to someone like Brett or myself to say, hey, who's part of your tribe and how can I connect in with that? Because from that, you're going to be surrounded by people that are heading in the right direction. Number two is that accountability gets results. Uh, I know that if I'm accountable to Brett. Uh, in regards to doing critical things i'm never going to let brett down but i'll always let myself down because that's human nature if you have a personal trainer you're going to get up and go to the gym and if you don't you won't and then number three i'm yet to meet a successful man or woman and i don't just mean that in business i mean that in literally every area of life i'm yet to meet a successful man or woman or couple that don't have mentors they don't have people around them that are, they are looking up to that they are uh, asking the hard questions of that they are asking, how did you do it? What can we do differently? How do we turn this around? How do we keep going? How do we celebrate the wins? Um, Because life is a full contact sport and you don't get out of it alive. And uh, and (laughs) I I think it's so important to have people around you that can support you on your journey.
0: Yeah, look, absolutely. I think you've made some really great points there. I think it was Napoleon Hill said that, you know, success leaves clues and it's so, so true that if you look at successful people, you know, we all talk about the same yes. things. There are just certain things that you need to be yes. doing. And your point earlier about like in this time right now, in this period right now in 2018, we are so yes. lucky. Like, you know, starting up a business, there is no better platform that has ever been there in human history than what you were talking about yes. before which was social media and, and particularly yeah. facebook to be able to launch a business virtually with no capital whatsoever mm-hmm. if you acquire the right skills mm. and you can acquire those skills from people that've already trodden that path before mm. for you yeah they like that's that's just amazing really because that education is not available in
1: No absolutely not and they don't teach you about relationships either uh, no, yeah, absolutely
0: all, not, right? All, all of so the important you, stuff you spent, they
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when I met
0: you, you'd spent, what, three, four years in, in university? Yeah,
1: I just finished a $40,000 uh, uh, four-year degree. And um, yes. you know, even though that was in uh, business and marketing, I promise you, even in marketing, you know, finishing a, uh, one of the top-tier universities in the world, not a single thing mm. was covered on social media. It wasn't until yep. three, two, two and a half, three years later after that, that I finally got into Facebook marketing and people understood. What, if I could go back to uni now, I would tell them to forget everything that they're learning and just learn how to do Facebook marketing. Because honestly, if you get that part right, you can pretty much figure everything mm. else out. Um, the, the, you know, yes. The, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a wild world out there. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And and the same applies, obviously, to to marriage. Like, one, there is just no skill uh, set around that at all, given anywhere. I mean, where do you learn from it? You basically learn from the culture that you're in, the role models that you have. And, you know, with respect to our beautiful parents, sometimes those role models and that um, dynamic that we're learning and and watching by osmosis and absorbing by osmosis is certainly not the best practice that we could possibly get. And even though, you know, in my case, my parents were together, you know, for 55 years before my father passed, wow. um, you know, they had a great marriage. But there were certainly things outside of that that I had to mm. learn to be able to have the marriage that I now have with Marie, which had been going for 26 yeah, years. Wow. Wow. So those skills are essential like in, in the area of business we have to go out and acquire those so how did you, how did you learn this stuff you know for those people that are listening right now they're going yeah look this all sounds great but you know how do i learn this where where do i go to get these skills
1: yeah so there's some big picture stuff obviously you know and i think if you just do some of the big principle-based things because the skills are going to change over time um you know, the, the the Facebook marketing is what we're doing today. I think it's what we'll still be doing 5, 10 years from now. But, you know, before that, it was email marketing. And before that, it might have been, I don't know, radio ads. I, I don't know. But you get the idea like, that the tactics will change over time. But the big principles, i.e., find a mentor, have somebody in your life that's doing more successful than you. That, look, no
0: Kelvin, I, I think that's so true. If you look at somebody like, say,
1: Anthony Robbins as an yes. example, you know, he did his um, infomercials
0: yes. on, on TV. And um, I don't know about you, but I certainly remember, you know, one night. Uh, not being able to sleep and sitting there at three o'clock in the morning watching the Anthony yes, Robbins. Yes, absolutely. And But the way that he did it is the same way that we're doing it now. He told his personal yes. story. He let us into his yes. life. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And, and
0: that's a big part of social media, yeah, isn't it? it's a days.
1: massive part. And people don't understand that because, you know, you would never do a radio ad about that. And I think the rules have really changed. I mean, a couple of things I want to share with the audience as well, just regarding the shift of marketing. When you used to do a radio ad, I was listening to a radio ad in Perth not long ago, actually, and it was for a physiotherapy clinic that specialized in helping people that were dancers. Now, that's a good niche, obviously, if you're a physio, mm. but it's a stupid idea to do that as a radio ad because the radio ad ran something like this. Hey, if you're a dancer, you know how hard it is to to make sure that you stay in in peak performance or shape or whatever it was, and if you've been injured, then we can help. We're at Perth's leading physio fans, physiotherapy dance organization. We're all dancers. And I'm sitting there going, one, how many of the people listening to the radio <laughs> are dancers? Two, how many of them are injured? Whereas on Facebook, you could run ads just to dancers. You could run ads yes. just to dancers that are interested or have recently been to a physio. So you know we don't have to waste any time, any, any, any effort, or certainly any money the world that we live in today. So if you're wanting to learn the tactics, I think there's a couple of big tactics that you would need to learn today if you're just getting started and you're brand new in the game one would be facebook marketing and uh, and there's a variety of people that can teach you that i mean you know, Lord knows you can Google it and you can figure most of it out, but certainly more than happy for you to reach out to to us. We have some trainings that might support you uh, and more than okay. happy to give uh, your clients some free gifts as well if they reach out. So that would be number one. Number two is your ability to sell. Uh, it doesn't have to be over the phone. It can be in a variety of other platforms and mediums, but that would be a good place to start as well. And, uh, and you're, you're more than capable of showing people how to do that. And there's also a variety of people out there as well that can help you with your sales. So that would be also a really powerful uh, approach. Now, if you're a more established business, some of the things you're really going to want to be diving into is going to be looking at you know, higher levels of branding and marketing. And and particularly, one of the biggest things that has transformed my business, and it's probably one of the reasons why we're having this call in the first place, Brett, is the power of joint venture and strategic relationships. You know, mm. When you get bigger in business, you realize, actually, yeah, there's a lot of opportunities out there, but you're never going to be able to pursue every opportunity that you have. So you've got to be able to commit to what you're naturally brilliant at and what you feel your highest calling and then find people that are also tapped into their highest calling and work together. Uh, You know, Brett is more than capable of talking and has made... Literally hundreds of millions of dollars more than I have in business. Uh, and as I understand, has come to the realization, I'm speaking for you here, Brett, you, you know, I'm sure I'm on the right track here. No, no yeah, that, yep. that The highest and truest meaning of what you're, you feel that your life with Marie is for now is to coach and support people in relationships and through spirituality. And, uh, and obviously, we talk about the business arena in that as well as part of building the kingdom. And we work very closely together in that way. I can easily talk to my audiences about relationships from the experience that I've had. Uh, but why would I do that when I can bring someone like Brett in who, you know, has, has a, a wealth of experience in this and has dedicated his life to being the best in this space. So I think a lot of people getting started go, I want to do this. And I go, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. How do you find a way to work with people as well and really grow that, uh, that tribe and you all support one another. I think when you come to a certain point in your life, you, you have to realize
0: that, um, you know, our egos would love to do it on our own. Yes. And what you when you start to awaken and you start to sort of wake up to what life is really about, you realize that, okay, I could do it on my own, but why the hell would I do that? Absolutely. Why would I spend the next 30 years yeah. relearning everything that somebody else has learned? Yeah. And there's no doubt, um, you know, in your experience and certainly mine and many others who are really great in this area of life or in great in life in, in general, we've learned that... Reaching out to other people and working with other people, you don't want to attempting, you don't want to be attempting to do it on your own because really you're just going to make life very very hard for yourself. Yeah, Kelvin, I know at the moment um, you've just come back from an amazing, I think, what six or eight weeks overseas.
1: Yeah, it was uh, well, it feels like forever <laughs> because we're, yeah. we're always on the road, including now. But yeah, I've just come back from a six-week trip.
0: Yeah, six weeks. Wow. And I know you're in Europe and you've just been uh, in the Maldives on the way back. So, you know, it's an amazing, amazing trip that you just did. But you're doing a tour right now on the East Coast. So for anybody that's, um, you know, on the East Coast and listening to the podcast, uh, Kelvin is actually doing some talks right now, uh, right across Australia on the East Coast. So look him up. Kelvin, where can they look you up? Where's the best website to go to? Uh,
1: The website is yws.global and uh, Global. and the best place mm-hmm. to reach out and connect and find out more about what we do is to jump onto facebook and um you can find me at calvin coils official and uh and that's the page we do most of the work through uh, and obviously mm-hmm. as well on my personal page which uses calvin coils and uh and if you jump on board i'll add you as a friend and so yeah we do we do a lot of work on facebook and we are we're in we're in sydney right now i fly to adelaide in about uh, 30 minutes and uh, mm-hmm. and then we're off uh, around the country. We've got some events in in Victoria. We're over in Auckland and then we're in Brisbane and doing Queensland. And then I'm, I'm back home in early October. So we're on the road at the moment, which is really exciting, changing lives.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And I know a lot of my audience is from those locations. So, guys, if you're listening to this right now, um, make sure you look Calvin up, um, you know, go and attend uh, one of his events. I know you'll get a lot of value as I'm sure you've taken a lot of value from this podcast. So Calvin, thank you so much as always thank for you. being here, for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom. And it's always great to, uh, to connect with you.
1: Thank you so much, Brett. I appreciate it. And give my love to Marie. I'll see you very soon.
0: Yeah, you will do. Take care, dude. Bye. See ya. And guys, thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, Make sure you look us up at relationshipwarrior.org where you can also connect into our events and the things that we do across marriage, across all areas of the kingdom. Thanks for being here and many blessings and much thanks and we'll see you again soon.